Hey everybody, welcome back to the weekly DLC. I am one of your hosts, Karosh. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Hello. And Daniel. Yo. And what we do is we come every week on Monday to your local podcasting services like iTunes and everything else. And uh, we talk about each topic that we like to bring up. We each bring up a topic, usually nerdy in some nature, movies, comics, games, you name it. Um, and then uh, we hopefully give you a fun show. I don't know. We're still deciding what we're doing. Uh, you can sense a bit of uncertainty when I'm saying, uh, let's transition out of this awkward moment. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Been a slow week. Yeah. Since it's lasted forever. Still Friday. Uh, still tomorrow. Hey, Friday's tomorrow. Uh, I mean, as the time of this recording, it's Friday's tomorrow. I still got to deal with tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys, you play anything, see anything, read anything? Come on. Outlast 2. Oh, yeah. It just came out. Huh? <laughs> at, at the last bosses. Oh, my gosh. What is the story of Outlast 2? Like, I'd never heard of the first one. Was it a big... So, I don't know the story of the first one, but the second one, you're just a journalist investigating something that's weird and shit hits the fan. Well, what I mean is, like, was it a big uh, hit, the first one? Did it get a wide reception? Like, it got a sequel, but... How, I, I mean, how was, was it a long time ago? They're trying to revamp the whatever. I think the, it did all right. I mean, I don't, I don't know the. It did all right. So you'd heard of the first one or yes. played it, and then you're like, okay, I'll come in. It wasn't yeah. like, because a lot of times they're making these sequels like Witcher Three. People hadn't played the second or the first or read mm -hmm. the books for that matter, and they're like, oh yeah, it's a good jumping in. Like yeah. I can jump in. I thought that was the the case with with uh, this one. It was big in streaming. So whenever oh, it came out, and stuff? I think yeah. it was a success in, in a sense of it made profit. Okay. Um, and then for people that did play it, it was a, a pretty big game, but I don't okay. think it went crazy big. It didn't plant on anything. So you're playing that? Yeah. Fun? Stressful. How is it's, it compared to Resident Evil since you just like came off that as a... Already more jump scares. It's more... I think Resident Evil 7 has a lot more scarier jump scares but outlast just has this feeling of dread and stress and constant constant you're, yeah i watched a little bit of your thing and yeah you <laughs> like always if it's too quiet for a long time i'm like okay something's gonna happen i know something's gonna happen and it happens and it still scares me <laughs> what are you daniel um mass effect's out of the way right? mass effect yeah i beat it and i haven't gone back to it i did i think in the beginning of wake i did play a little bit of zelda Okay. Some more shrines or just goofing around or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah some more shrines. I'm, I'm trying to ultimately just do all the shrines. Yeah. Um, and then what have I, what have I been doing? Uh, I played a little bit of League's of Legend. Mm -hmm. I, get, yeah, I, I didn't get back into it. I just you played, played that before? Yeah. I've, I've, oh, okay. um, I have two accounts. <laughs> I actually Why? have. Because, um, yeah, um, there's, uh, there's like a ranking system. Okay. And like a leaderboard so, or yeah, so I have like my main account, which is the first one I made where I, I'm serious on that all the time. I don't mess around. Okay. And then my other one, I just fool around. Like there's times where I don't even care and I'll just, I, I won't feed Zero is what good. it's called. But Screw over to team. Um, <laughs> I'll just, I won't care as much. So that that's kind of like my training and I won't mind if everything goes to shit. Huh. And then my main is like, I'm I'm always trying to get the best games, you know. What happens if you don't get a particular? Do you it just lowers your. I remember that's no. what people did in StarCraft. They didn't want the win loss <laughs> no. ratio to get hit. No, I, I mean I'll, I'll take the loss, but if you lose, yeah, it lowers your ranking system. If it's like a an important match or whatever. Okay. Yeah. You guys seen any movies or anything? 
Shows? Um, I, I, I watched one called, you know, I don't remember the police task force. It's, I don't remember what it was Bosch? called. No, the, the premise, it is a Chinese movie. Mm. Um, and the premise is, um, you know, you, people only use 10% of their brain. Mm. And the police force has built a glove that unlocks. It's called the power glove. And it unlocks... Isn't this the wizard? No. But it, it unlocks the 90%, the rest of the brain, so you can, you know, move stuff. So they've weaponized... Wait, in, is this the same... Okay. Because there were two movies that explored this whole 10% shit. There was the Bradley Cooper one where he just limitless. like... Yeah, Limitless. Yeah, Limitless. Where he just starts like learning to foresee things no and Lucy. And then there was Lucy where she literally like changes mm-hmm. the way the world operates. Like she becomes an yeah. X-Men. No, it's not that is crazy. It, um, but but it is super cheesy old school Chinese movie, oh, okay. um, and it, it was so bad. But the thing is, if I, I I'll spend like an hour scrolling through Netflix, yeah, and I saw this movie, and Fuck I decided it. let's do it, how and many, I watched it. How many stars? Well, how many? That, is it thumb up see, or that's thumb why, down? That's why. Oh, is that the mine had no. Yeah. Mine has still has stars. That's yeah, the thing. Be. But the thing is, all my stars. A lot of movies where you would think are two stars has four or five stars like i was saying last time um fists of Le- what <laughs> what's um the the more recent marvel movie um oh, iron, iron fist. fist that has com- a complete five stars for me wow it has complete five stars okay no the real test here adam sandler movies on netflix the new ones not i the think old one. the most recent one the one that's being um that's like promoted to me yeah. Is four point five stars. No, this messed up. Can't be that good. <laughs> so that that's why. And then this one had like four plus stars. So I was like, cool. And I watched it. And Fake I news. if I start watching a movie, I'm not gonna stop watching the movie. Really? So I suffered through this movie. It was all right, but okay. it was I I could have watched could've definitely could, definitely could have stopped and watched another movie. Right. But it was it was fun. Nice. So. Personally, I finally I don't know I mentioned before Destiny. Mm-hmm. I was going for that record book. Finally got it. Nice. I made sure like the weekend, I was like, it's happening. I don't care what. I was at like 97% and I'm looking through all these like. The easiest ones. Yeah, I was looking like, okay, the the ones I was going for that were quote unquote the easiest were like 500 grenade kills, oh. 600 like melee kills. So I was just sitting there just spamming melee and yeah. grenade. I was watching shit while I was doing it. Now I'm like, fuck, I got to actually try for something. I either <laughs> got to collect things then figure out where they are, um, get the ghosts or whatever. And I was like, I don't want that. Take, that's this one takes this much time. This one takes this much time. And I was going for the trials of Osiris one. I had zero on that page. It was just like get forty-five primary kills. So I was just like, whatever. I have nothing going on tonight. I'm just gonna hit up people, like looking for group sort of thing, and uh, try to work for it. While I'm going towards that one, I accidentally get a different one in the trials one, and that popped it for me. I was like, all right, see you guys. Nice. <laughs> hit it. And now, like, I'm wearing the shirt right now while recording for the year two. So I ordered mine for year three, like, complete. And I was funny because as I was getting my laptop ready for the recording, I was like, you know what? I want to, like, rotate some uh, wallpapers for my computer. And I was like, okay, some of the Destiny scenery was uh, interesting to me. So I went and saved a bunch. And as I was saving, it was, like, memory lane for me. It's like, oh, I'm never going to see that map again. Nostalgia. The, my warlock. What if they bring it back? DLC for Destiny 2. <laughs> and like, it's only multiplayer maps. I Throwback Thursday. Next, I think in a few weeks, they're going to show gameplay fo- of Destiny 2. 
I think that's a good idea. And when I'm when you make sequels, they should have they should keep the multiplayer maps, and so then yes. you have like it just has a ton Gears of War yeah. of multiplayer. I think maps. like Mario Kart Eight is a perfect example. Like you see that. Maybe not a perfect example, but at least an example that I like, has like where it has the Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Yeah. It has the modern Rainbow Road. It has the old school. But they alternate. What if they kept every single yeah, version of yeah, the yeah. track? That'd be so cool. I, yeah, maybe it's like a resources thing. It's like revamping, making it work within a new system. They've up, they're trying to update it. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of technical things that we're not saying. But I want to Yeah, both. aside from that, I feel like it's a weight off my shoulders. <clears throat> kind of like bounced around between a couple of games back on and the there's, Switch. And there's no... You don't get a trophy for this. There's I already no... got my platinum, so that but, closure. But I mean, <laughs> like this isn't going to transfer on to Destiny Two. I mean, it might. I don't know what they'll. They said at the very least, they'll there'll be something that acknowledges your a like your your history in Destiny One. You're, so you're gonna have like a, a maybe a node or an emblem or something. You're gonna have like a um, Medal of Honor prestige star. Maybe like a little sticker, like a little participation award. <laughs> you did it. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's jump in. Um, okay. I'll, I'd like to, if it's okay, go first. No, how dare you? Okay, fine. Sorry, guys. Canceling the podcast today. <laughs> um, is it okay? Yes. Okay, just checking. Yes. I can't tell if you're joking. But all this Marvel news, a lot of Marvel news has been lately. Like, Guardians is like a week out now. Um, there's like three more Marvel movies coming out this year. All the shows. It's kind of like people are in this m- mode now. Summer mm-hmm. movies are coming. And I was just kind of curious... With Guardians, I think especially tying in with the larger overarching Marvel story, which is Thanos. Like, people that haven't known, they're slowly being familiarized with Thanos. And people that mm-hmm. know what's been going on, they know they've been this, like, 10-year-long build to having this big confrontation with Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, which I won't go into too much because, I, you know, some people want to leave that for the movie versus what pe- people that, co- that are comic readers know. But... We haven't really understood what's going to happen after that. Like, I'm pretty sure Marvel's going to do movies with this within this universe they built after Thanos, but they've been kind of mums on it. And I wanted to get a conversation of like, what are your thoughts and predictions of what that is going to be? Like, what do you think the direction will be after Thanos? Daniel, down, down, like well, hell, <laughs> or <laughs> Texas, or um, I. I don't know. So I know there's a bunch of different timelines that they have. So like right now, I, I pulled it up. Mm-hmm. So for this year, we got 2017. We got Guardians. Then we got Thor. Or Spider-Man. Then Thor. Then Black Panther. And no. All no these... Yeah, the Black Panther next year. And then Avengers Part 1. Or like they, they've, went, <laughs> they've steered from Part 1 and Part 2 to Avengers X and, yeah. and then whatever Avengers Y is. And I think one or two movies of like Captain Marvel and Inhumans. All these are leading to one like Avengers. Yeah. One event, essentially. Maybe two. Because they said the they part might. one and part two are now two separate. Well, I mean, it's going to be one big event so big That's it's going to be two yeah. movies. You know, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. Electric Boogaloo. Um, so, but... From my understanding, so they have different storylines where you know crazy things happen, and from what I understand, this Thanos one is one of the biggest, craziest ones, and I don't know if if they can choose a different story than they've already done. I think they're going to probably create a whole new one. What do you mean a whole new movie wise? Start over. Yeah, like create like their own, like a whole new. 
do, so are you saying do you think they're going to continue like after whatever happens like they'll continue Chris, with all that Chris, or they're going to uh, start a whole new thing I think they're going to start a whole new thing so no more Chris Evans no more uh, Benedict Cumberbatch no more everyone like everyone gets re- like you think they'll reintroduce these characters but with new cast maybe not actually <laughs> no but I, it's interesting because they're reaching a point where like how much longer can Robert Downey Jr. play Iron Man and Sam yeah, Jackson like, Iron, play Nick Iron Fury Iron Man's been a very long time but, but at the same time it's like who else will play these like yeah. could, could would people be accepting of that possibility yeah. of like a new person reprising the same role or like much like how comics do it a new character taking up the same mantle like I think Robin, a new character Dick Grayson yeah. taking on the role of Batman, Batman for instance yeah. or someone I, yeah. I think a new mantle thing might be better but like the like Spider-Man has had different Char- different people play Spider-Man, but that's been like a revamping. It's not been like yeah. Peter and, Parker but this then last passed one, it on to Andrew Garfield, who is now this one, this Homecoming one. Yeah, that's linked to this whole entire series that they're doing for Thanos. For yeah, it's in the, the Marvel Mar- Marvel continuity. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I think after that, yeah, it'll be like a, a new mantle, or it could be. I just think they're gonna start fresh again. Probably the same characters, maybe introduce new characters, and do origin um, stories all over again, or. How, do you think, I think they'll it'll be, be like, they'll understand I think it's what um what's going on with like that the, the X Men uh universe where they're what gonna is going on with that? <laughs> I I feel like they're starting fresh again. They're gonna they're gonna bring in a whole new cast really? and a whole new set of mutants. Because right now they've they've announced with that one, I remember a week ago they said or at the start of this week they said there's three movies slated for next year. There's new mutants, Deadpool two and the next X Men movie with the current cast, but the New Mutants that I think that one is its own thing. That's yeah. not going to be connected to Deadpool. Not going to be connected I think to anything. It will be. You think so? Because I think they're trying to come up with their own cinematic universe. Because Deadpool had, I mean, it wasn't a direct uh, connection to yeah. Logan, but in the beginning of Logan, like the the not not the teaser, like you know how Marvel does the end credits. Mm-hmm. They had the pre credit. That's true. Mm-hmm. Where and it was technically part of the movie it wasn't like a yeah a pre-trailer yeah. that was part so I, of the I reel of the movie they're gonna my my speculation is they will yeah have their own but anyway i would like it for them to do something all fresh because they already have all the x-men thing going on you know they had the 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 thing and it lasted a long time they didn't i don't feel like it they finished it very well it's yeah. not even it doesn't even feel finished at all okay well, um but back to marvel yeah <laughs> um I guess I would technic- I would like to see them do something different than just continuing a thing. I would like them to introduce new characters or a, a someone a, a new a new um, person picking up the mantle of Captain America of of Iron Man. I think that'd be really cool. Okay. And like, do you have like a, an opposing force or a story that you, that you think would be interesting? I don't because I don't know most of the storylines okay. for, uh, for. What do you think on this Marvel? Yeah. Okay, we have to go tell backstory first. Sure, give, so, give us some context. Walk us through this. The very first Avengers, my friend saw it. I haven't watched it the yet. The film. The film. You haven't seen the film? No, no, I've seen it. Oh. But this is like the first week it came out. Right, right. So my friend says, dude, you're not going to guess who's at the end of Avengers. And my, I was thinking about it. I said, like, oh, it would be crazy if Thanos was in it at the end. He's like, how the fuck did you know that? <laughs> because like to me, that's... Like the pinnacle of like, damn, just awesomeness. So I don't know how they can. I feel like if you 
tell a story, it has to be better than the next one. So this event, this Infinity Gauntlet event, is at the top. Okay. So how do you surpass that? You can't, because to me that's top. But I think they might do a Secret Wars slash contest of champions. And that's the only thing that I could can think you, of. Can you give a little backstory on what so Secret Wars is? Secret Wars slash contest of champions is basically... You guys might have to correct me on this. A group of aliens captured supervillains and heroes, and they put them into a gladiator-style competition. So it's like Wolverine versus... I don't even remember. Just everybody. Yeah, just people... F- Every fanfic thing where you're like, yeah, I yeah. bet Captain would yeah, beat yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Captain America this versus was Wolverine. where it was like, all right, we're going to see that. Yeah, yeah. Out. So I feel like that's the only way they can top like the Infinity Gauntlet. I can't think of another storyline where it would be more dope than that okay so essentially wrestlemania meets uh thor is gonna win it all thor or hulk so you you're saying that would be the next big like avengers movie or just like the like do you how do you see the movies in between like the the character films being building towards that then is that what uh, i guess okay no I'm, I'm trying to envision it i could see that happening actually like i don't know what the landscape will be after. I mean, that's the big thing. We don't know what that landscape is after, like, what the cata- like the cataclysm or what, whatever this event will be, what will be the outfall of it or whatever. But, yeah. So, like, maybe everyone's just like, this took everything out of us and there's a lot of anger. I haven't watched Doctor Strange yet, but... Oh, I was going to make a reference to that. To my knowledge, <laughs> Thanos doesn't have a fucking stone yet. To my recollection. He doesn't have one yet. He has a glove. I don't think the Doctor Strange movie really t- messed with that. That's crazy. And but I could have sworn he had some. He had none. I remember. I mean, I mean the maybe the, the first Avengers of these part one and two is him getting them all. Probably because hmm. it shows if you if you watch like any of the movies yeah. when it, it it'll a stone will pop up in like yeah. almost every single one, but it hasn't shown him receiving those. It just shows they it just pops up in the yeah, series. That's true. Um, and and that's also something I was going to mention is they haven't talked about Thanos very often. He came out in Guardians was and, the last one. Yeah, Guardians was the last one. It just and it's like super quick. It's I, like fine, teaser. I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah, five <laughs> years ago. So <laughs> they haven't shown much about him. So you still don't know very much about him. The only way you're really into it is if obviously you know and, and read anything about it. All he needs is the Mind Stone, and he could find them all because then he's omnipotent and just get him. That might be how they do it right away. Yeah. So my theory is, I think, I agree with you in the sense, uh, Daniel, in the sense that what do you do after Thanos? Thanos is like this omnipotent, like big badass of the Marvel Universe and that the story they're building towards with the power of these, you know, gems and everything, potentially in the power of one character, it just takes to the, like, the ultimate threat. So I think what they... My my theory long term should be. They've people have been very aware that there's been a maybe not an issue but just a lack of strong villains like Iron Man's villains throwaways like I mean <laughs> how you, they've been good somewhat like Jeff Bridges was good the the Guy Pierce and uh, the story they told there with the Mandarin fake. quote unquote yeah the fake out. Oh, uh, those were good. Whiplash, eh. And then you look at the other movies, they had a pretty decent, like, antagonist. I think the Netflix series, by far, those have the strongest antagonists. And, yes. like, and Loki being the only one that has really had any sustenance, like, 
sustainability of like recurring and there's an arc to him and he has growth to his character. But I think the series as a whole, like you're take we're we're approaching this point with these movies where it's essentially like season one of event of Marvel. Yeah. Like the movies are a TV show almost. Mm-hmm. And I want essentially season two to be the building of like a team that is equivalent if not as strong as the Avengers, but evil. Sort of like the League of uh, of uh, Supervillains in, um, what is it, in Justice Friends? Where they have the secret, oh, their own, yeah. they have their own HQ or yeah. whatever. There is, so I was thinking about that, I'm like, there is actually in the comics um, a team that is, that occurred. And the story that built to it was there was an event called Secret Evasion. And in that story... Um, the the pretext was there were but even though there was like the Avengers and all these known heroes, there was a secret group of heroes that met and like really decided the fate of how things would play out. And they were like the heads of all the different groups. So like Professor X was in there. Yeah. Um, who else was in there? Iron Man was in there because he was like the main from the Avengers. Mister Fantastic was in there. Namor, um, Black Bolt, and Doctor Strange. Like they each <coughs> brought in a different f- aspect. Like they're covering a certain field. And they would meet in secret, and they were like, "We'll make the decisions no one else can sort of make." And what happened was they, there was a, a big war between the Kree and the Skrull, which mm-hmm. are like two alien races. One which we saw in the first Avengers, and the other one I think we haven't really seen. This other one is the Skrull, and what they essentially do—I'm giving a long, kind of winded <laughs> answer to—but it'll—I'll bring it back. Uh, they can essentially shapeshift, and what happened was they pre they. Instead of reacting to what could have been their invasion, they launched and those the, the Illuminati, as they were known, went out and attacked their world. And they're like, "Hey, you guys don't come to us. Like, they, we'll we'll come back and worse next time. But like, know that you're not coming to us. We'll we'll bring it." And they they thought that would solve that. They're like, "Oh, they'll be fearful of us." But instead, they had a leader who was kind of like tough grit and stuff. And they're like, "No, we're gonna plan the long haul and lay out a long term invasion." And what they did was they ha- they like secretly over the course of years replaced heroes. They like kidnapped certain heroes in key places, and this event reveals who those heroes were that you thought were these like Spider Woman, for instance, or Hank Pym. Haven't been Hank Pym or Spider Woman all this time. It's been really a scroll, and you're like, I can't trust anyone, and it led to a lot of mistrust. The end of the event ended up in this huge all out. Like they all kind of came out in the open, and it was a big all out fight between the Avengers, all the teams, but they were still disjointed from Civil War. Like, they were all on the same page. Um, and then they fought the, the Skrull, and in the final events, they were coming in on winning, but the killing shot that ended the war, quote-unquote, with this alien race, was from Norman Osborn, who, as we know, is um, Green Goblin. Yeah. He, had the, in, this, in this time and place, was in charge of a black ops team for the government called Thunderbolts. <laughs> and they were just like, I want you, who you're like sort of government-sanctioned bad guys. You, you, you will do things without being morally uh, affected or anything, and, but you'll do the things we need you to do because we can control you. Sort of like their version of Suicide Squad, yeah, essentially. <laughs> now that I'm Mr. Green, I'm like, this is essentially Suicide Squad. <laughs> but like, the team had Bullseye, it had uh, Venom, one of the versions of Venom. It was the guy that played Scorpion, or not the, the actor. Um, there was a character, Scorpion, the who rock. ended up becoming Venom. And there was five or six other ones that, you know, it'd take a while to explain who they are, but you could look it up. Anyway, him and his team were like doing well, and he, he was main. He, Norman was repressing his 
uh, Green Goblin persona. Like he's like, I got it under control. I'm gonna be cool. Um, and then yeah, he saw the opportunity. He took the kill shot. This was a big moment for him. He was like, okay, we save the day. We can say the villains save the day. You can't. These heroes. Like he used it as a uh, point to like kind of a. Uh, Frank Underwood it where he's like spin it where everyone else was the bad guy yeah. failing to rise to the occasion. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was able to use it. So then they got such praise and the heroes were in such shatters and like distrust because of they don't know who to trust. And then this war happened and they were exhausted. They weren't unified. So then him and his group got elevated to becoming Hammer and they were like the new shield. But now, <clears throat> villain run. Yeah, villain. Oh, shit. So the other cool thing with this was there was a secret group that he had that was equivalent to the Illuminati. And it was with <laughs> Emma Frost, <laughs> this guy, The Hood, which was like magic based, yeah. Loki, and um, Doctor Doom, and nice. one other guy. And they were sort of doing the same thing the other the heroes were doing. They were like overseeing all the villainy. Meanwhile, giving a f- Norman was giving this face that he's a hero. Yeah. Um, and... <clears throat> That led – eventually it, it ended – like it was a year-long story. They were doing good, but they were doing bad. And he's like fighting off his urges to become the Green Goblin. story ends with another big event where the, all the good heroes reunite and it became heroes versus villains. Like all that fight. The way I see this playing out in the movies is they just keep doing these – after Avengers, they keep doing these individual movies of like Black Panther uh, – whoever's next miss marvel whatever but the end credits where they always do like nick fury or iron man secretly like uh drafting the hulk or captain america to their team we should have someone who's norman osborn or someone else being going around secretly recruiting like whoever the villain was for those films they might be like down but they're like this guy comes in and meets him in the shadows he's like hey i can give you another chance but we'll have william defoe I kind of want so if we're we can go into casting, but my pick for Norman would be Matthew McConaughey. Okay, <laughs> driving think, a Lincoln, huh? Driving a Lincoln. <laughs> Full time is a flat circle. All right. No, but like I feel after I saw his picture in the Dark Tower, he has oh. like I could see him pulling a Norman Osborn and being political, but also being sinister. Yeah. Anyway, do the same thing that Marvel's been doing with the heroes up until the first Avengers, where the, he slowly builds a team. And then having a first of new of the Avengers five film would be the event where the scroll war happens or mm-hmm. some event happens with an alien race, and then the villains save the day, and that begins phase two of the new season, whatever, uh, where now they're in control and the heroes are like falling apart because Iron Man's not around, Thor isn't like it would give these heroes that have been move in movies for like ten plus years yeah. a chance to like. Where have they been? Mm-hmm. This is what happens when they're gone. And then they come back for like one last one where the heroes reunite. And it was like their farewell. It's like it's Peter Parker, Black Panther. You guys are like the new Avengers. You guys have proved that you can be there without us. Yeah. That's my vision. I know that was like a 40 minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think because there's it would restrictions. Be different. There's restrictions though. Right. They would obviously have to change some of the characters. In real life restrictions. They can't have one person be a character all the time. So I think it's it makes it easier for writing a story. I think it's easier to to write in um someone taking over the mantle. I think it's just reverting back to Sure. I mean um, they could and, probably and do that someone and then new, have a younger like person. Robert Downey show up in the one movie where he's like I'm back for one last ride and that's like his farewell. And he gets killed. Maybe. But I do agree that Marvel movies, they really need to up their game into villains. That's why it would feel like, fresh. It would be like, we don't have an all-threatening thing. It'd be like... 
to be dis- honest, disassembly and like chaos. Like take the the villains suck in Marvel movies. Like I'm, you really don't care for them. We're gonna go off. I think we might go off on a tangent here, but I I think the like you were saying. I haven't seen any of the Marvel series, but you're saying that those are great villains, dude. Is they, it, see any of them? They okay. Daredevil. Okay. And, they out. And, uh, what's the one? The Jessica girl, Jones. Jessica Jones. Two of the they, best Marvel villains. They in outshine the, the heroes. See, and I'm and, and I'm sure. bringing it up because I think. It's the amount of time they have to write these villains in there. They this isn't going to be a one-time kill them off villain. Well, then how do they have like with Loki? Take away all of his other movies, his first film. Yeah, I was entertained by him, and I felt like there was a presence to him. I just felt like that energy wasn't. The f- they've they've made statements about it too. They were like, the, "There's a we we intentionally don't want to make these like super strong villains. They're not the focus because our heroes are the focus, right. and our fun is the focus." And and Loki, even though he was a villain in the first one, doesn't generally stay a villain, and he's, he's on the line, and yeah. he continues on sure within the movies. I mean, so, they got everyone else on, so they years, made him so. a good character. But well, that's what I'm saying. They they don't want to write a movie villain that's going to be off in that same movie as a great person or as a great. Why? But it's just, I think it's more difficult. It's easier to just be like, this guy comes out and we take him out. Done. You know, end of the day, we're heroes. As opposed to in a series, you can write the character, you can have him but I mean, lose that one episode and then he comes, you know, he leaves sure, and yeah, comes back and he's able to, you're, he's able to grow as a character. But what I, was, what I made earlier references, I, to, to counter what you're saying, right. is I think... They're approaching these films as if it's a long stand, like long form. Mm-hmm. That why not go ahead and embrace that side of it as well, where you're already doing that with like I'm get I haven't seen Nick Fury in films and I build a repertoire with him because he's in every, like five minutes of every movie. Yeah, I get a little bit of him and eventually I get more with him. Why just do that subtly with end of each Marvel movie? Like sure, just keep it going what you're doing, but add that little bit, but make it with the villains villain. instead. Okay. And then go for it. The main two things I see being a challenge for that approach. One, some of these characters License. are in other properties. Yeah. Like Norman and Doctor Doom are both Fox. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be a challenge. And those are two of the bigger villains. And I feel yeah. like if Marvel cinches that, that would maybe give a big push to do something like this. Yeah. The other thing being, it's Disney owned. And I think they're... I don't know how... I know with the Netflix stuff, they, they go a little bit more extreme. I don't know with the movie stuff how they far they would sure. go, especially mm. with a Marvel <laughs> land coming and they already have some stuff going like, with the Guardians. This right? next Thor one looks really good. No, I th- so that was the <laughs> I think the the Kate Blanchett would be a great because the look to be technical the Loki and the Illuminati that they have is the female Loki. Yeah, this Kate Blanchett would totally rock that. Like she instead of be Loki, because Loki in the Marvel films is sort of like, but she could be the female soft. character. Yeah. yeah, she could be that the menacing like female uh, role in that mm-hmm. group. Emma Frost was another one. They could probably find another character that would fit that as well. But yeah, I totally see that being a cool next stage because it wouldn't be this unified one intergalactic threat. It would be more of like the intergalactic threat comes here, and then there was a local. It caused as a repercussion of. That solving that they were left in shambles, mm-hmm. and the villains filled that shamble, like shambled area. And then it would be like, imagine we haven't seen, like we we haven't seen an Avengers sort of thing in a while. Like mm-hmm. that was the big thing. Is like, oh my god, we're getting superhero movies now, but now we're getting team superhero movies. Yeah. Imagine a team versus team 
superhero movie. Versus, yeah. Like that's still along what you're saying too, Daniel, where it's like all the heroes are fighting. Mm-hmm. We kind of been getting more and more of that. I think that's the next big thing too. And they could change the scale. It could go intergalactic. I don't know, but I don't know. That was uh, I was really excited. I was like, please, please do this. That would be so cool. Please do. <laughs> um, all right. What do you guys got? Um. With systems, I I wanted to bring up uh, Scorpio. Games? Yeah, video games. Okay. Um, this like Microsoft has you know the Scorpio. Yeah, they're teasing it a little bit um, more. The tease, you know, and they're shifting gears to games. <laughs> and um, the it's really weird to me because they're they're kind of pushing this as as an as an upgrade. It's almost how they're pushing it. I don't see so, that like as an the upgrade. So like the PS4 Pro was to the. I mean, how they're marketing it. I'm not saying that's that, yeah, how that, we that's see how it. Yeah, that, that's how I feel they're marketing it. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like here's our version of the PS4 Pro, but it's much more than that. It's a much bigger system. It's pretty much a whole new system. It is a whole new system, you know, that happens to be backwards compatible with Xbox One, Xbox. And, and Xbox? No, or just Xbox One. Okay. Xbox One. See, well, that's but, still a big library. But that's how they bring... Well, I th- I'm pretty sure Xbox is going to be like... Um, like uh, digital, you know, things. Oh, digital purchase. Play. Yeah, sure. More than likely, but with it, it's going to be able, you'll be able to stick an Xbox One, you know, DVD or Blu-ray, whatever. I don't know whatever what format disc it is, um, and and play it in, in, this, in, new in this new console. Um, but see, the way they say backwards compatibility makes me think like they're talking about bringing in a whole new type of game so system. So, is your topic like about what the console? I want to talk about what um, these company, what game companies are doing for the future of gaming on console wise. Okay, so the hardware, the like hardware, how's wise. the hardware going to be? Yeah, different? and I think they're they're doing a big push, something that 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 PCs always had because it's just it's an open source type of thing. Sure, um, they're almost making it like a PC, like that Scorpio is similar to what a PC is. You can play any game that's been out before. Yeah. And play it, and you can play any new games that are going to come out. Yeah. You know, because it's backwards compatible. Um, PlayStation tried it. It w- wasn't as successful because whatever they had to do to make it, make the PS3 backwards compatible, um, made the system fry out. And so that you would get like the yellow ring of death yeah, on I the think PlayStation the infrastructure 3. Within the yeah. Um, but I think, I'm, I'm, you know, Sony hasn't announced there's nothing. That you know, there's no rumors or anything that PlayStation's gonna be out with it. But I the have only a- thing I've heard is they've locked down patents for the essentially what boils down to their version of the Switch, hmm. like a Vita two sort of. Interesting. It 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 could totally just be R and D because that often happens. Yeah. But it got a very little bit of like they're not worrying about that right now. Like it's not a big <laughs> thing to make a big deal of. Yeah. But they had a few things show up in news. Very minimal. That's about it. But you're right. There's like nothing on their scope. Yeah, I, I think they're. It's like all like good. They're doing a good job of keeping it on the download. But I think they're going to come out with something. Maybe not within this year, but sometime soon. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, with with Xbox, it's just it's kind of like similar to what a PC is. With a PC, I could I can personally upgrade it, and I you know I could still play StarCraft One on that. You know. So with a PC, you're you're. With a PC, you're essentially talking about like a modular device. Each component could be you could upgrade mm-hmm. to your own dis- dis- discretion. Yeah. Whereas a console, it's like a one solid unit, and then the next solid unit whenever that iteration comes out. Right, because that, that's kind of how they make their money is by selling the system for you know a large sum money. Well, the the, the system is one payment, but it's the games that the constant games that, that, that you brings purchasing. in yeah. the constant profit. 
Um, but you, there's still an initial profit on the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you an instead investment. of instead of you making parts to upgrade that system, you come out with a whole new system that's going to play every game that you've had before, including new games you plan on coming out. I think in the it's future. very consumer friendly because the the for them the benefit would be doing like what PlayStation does, where they, I mean. Even if they had the if they had the capability, I'm sure they would still be like, if you want a PlayStation Three game, you got to pay for it on the PSN. We'll make it easy for you to pay for it on the PSN and play mm-hmm. it. But you would still like they do that with the PS Two and the PS One stuff on their digital store. They want you to buy it. You can't just go throw in your disc mm-hmm. for right. those. Not I mean because it's for multiple reasons that you can't. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm guessing they want they're trying they found that they can make a profit off of it as yeah. well. I feel like what Xbox is doing, because in terms of a console war, they're losing to PlayStation, mm-hmm. like big, but it puts them in this position where they have, they have to really be experimental and try things to be successful, and it pressures them into doing things that are very consumer-friendly to draw attention. And I like that, because it's like, if that pushes them, then hopefully that pushes other companies to do the similar. Yeah. So like they're doing the backwards compatibility with current stuff mm-hmm. and they're going forward with it with the Scorpio from what they've said. Yeah. But they don't realize that it's the games that sell consoles. Well, the, the thing that I agree with that is that like you're there on the other side, not only they're making a backwards compatibility, but then on the flip side that I feel like it hurts them is they have this whole Xbox anywhere where you could buy a PC game and you don't, you could buy an Xbox game and play it on PC. Yep. So it's like, why am I buying it? Why do I need the hardware then mm-hmm. if I can do this on my PC? So my hope, I, I've heard a few people, I think on Kotaku especially, mention this, and I, I firmly back it. They need to separate themselves more so, and the, the compatibility is one big thing. I think the other thing is they need to embrace that they're Microsoft and that they're part PC-focused, yeah. and they should really push for like a PC in the living room. The Steam machine failed, I think, in all like in terms of getting hardware in the living room. Mm-hmm. They have the Steam Link, which is great. Like I have, I know a few friends that uh, have that, and it's a great device. But it's not; it's just like a little like Chromecast essentially for your PC. You need and, the PC, and for the hardcore gamer, it has just a tad bit of lag. Where yeah, exactly. And that, <laughs> the one competitive. Yeah, exactly. And you're people. The people that want to buy a like a, they're willing to pay for a PC or a hardcore console aren't going to settle for like a delay lag yeah. like that. So they've essentially like because there was no coordinated for coordinated 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 effort towards like a steam machine in the living room. The concept was great, and I think Microsoft could really capitalize on that concept. It's it's there. There was a rough draft of it. They should just use the Scorpio as an opportunity to be like, you can. Download like do these mods. You can watch Prawn in the living room. <laughs> I mean, Prawn is what won the Blu-ray over the, yeah, the HD disc. That's so exactly I mean, what it we, was. we joke about it, but HD DVD versus porn that backed it. But but no, seriously, I think that like giving a PC atmosphere in the living room would really be what separates. Um, but I feel like that that push. It might have not been a huge push, but that's something that Sony is trying to do too with the PS3 and the PS4. It's like an entertainment system sure. in the living room or wherever you have. Well, they system. have their version of it. I'm saying right. Microsoft try has tried doing it, and they probably have a good UI. I don't really mess with Xbox, but mm-hmm. I know their UI and interface is really nice, and their party chat is much nicer. But in terms of an all term, all encompassing experience like the PlayStation, you can feel the PlayStation experience. You're like, oh, I got my Netflix here, I got this here, I got my all mm-hmm. that. I feel like 
Microsoft could really capitalize on, I don't know in what intricacies, but if they can just streamline, like maybe partner with Steam and be like, you could easily download all this, all your Steam stuff here as well, curated so it's all in one place. So it's like you have our games available, but and we have the hardware. I don't know. That'd be like Amazon. <laughs> They'd be as big as if they were to connect and be as successful, it'd be... I, I just don't think, because they've been touting about the whole power thing. Like, we got 50 teraflops or some shit. I'm like, end of the day, like... Games. game Like, I need a game. Like, Nintendo, like, take Nintendo right now. They have half, not even half the power of this stuff that's current gen, and they're doing killing fantastic it. with they're these games. It. Because they're the doing great games. And because of Zelda. But they have their own problems. Like... The online different, different challenges. Yeah. yeah, the infrastructure. They don't even have yeah. the virtual console. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's so crazy how it, it might be from looking from the outside inside, sure. we can see these issues. Yeah. But internally, these guys are like, we're doing great. <laughs> and it's no, like, what are. Are you I, I mean, in terms of if they're looking at just sales, Xbox is exceeding for their own goals. Inter- like comparing to themselves, they're selling well. Mm-hmm. But in, compared to their cust- to their competitors, yeah, not night and day. They're, they're yeah. not doing well. They, they had to make the console look better too. <laughs> like that, the Xbox One, the original one. Oh, I saw my God. roommate at once. He had, it was this fucking giant brick this is a box. The the thing is though, and then they had to connect with it. Like it, you had it's to get, at times though. When 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 it first came out, it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. I don't uh, know. No, <laughs> it I, was I, I didn't say that, but I also didn't like. I was indifferent about it. The original I Xbox I thought looked great. Wait the. Oh, the original, yeah, the original Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, but then you go good. back to it. That thing is a monster. It's a, it's a I'm talking huge about the Xbox One. Brock. It was different. Brock. I think that's what, what it was like. You'd never seen Microsoft doing this. It was yeah, like yeah. that was kind of cool. I've also never really owned an Xbox, so I don't even remember the what controller, the controller. I one looks missed. Like. I missed the oh the one. Yeah. It was literally a, a giant box. like box. It's it was a box. Just square box. The thing that I think initially was that's an issue with its style or whatever was. There was no finesse to it because not only are you getting this giant clunky box, you also were required to get the connect with right, it. Right. And you had to ha- have that working. The, eventually, they got away with that. The the <laughs> slim one, the Xbox One S or whatever, that one looks sleek. Yeah. That was, but I mean, they do that. Like, you look at Nintendo, the first DS was like a toy. And you look at the later one, it's like an iPod, like yeah. in comparison to yeah. design. So it's an iterative process. But N- PS4 nailed it, I think, with their look. They were oh, yeah. Um, I, I think, what do you think, Daniel? You guys pretty much nailed it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where, do you, where, do you, where, sh- where should they go I in think your the future is going to be like a PC. Yeah. And it'll be virtual reality. And PlayStation's on the way there. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where uh, you're saying there's no, where, I agree in that there's no like hardware push for PlayStation. I think they're, Waiting that for the long haul, they're they still like we're doing great right now. We got long strides. We'll work on something, and it'll be a really significant thing. I hope they but do. But I think the PSVR is where they're gonna come up with something new, either like an iteration of it. I haven't really followed it, and it, I mean, it just doesn't feel like they're doing a huge push for it. I mean, they have a lot of you know things for it, but it, uh, maybe an E3 reveal of like a Hopefully. like we'll a like a slim version where yeah. it's like less wires like I think an sort of E3 we'll see like we'll have a better view of where we're at with the game industry sure um, and things like that and it's not far away it's yeah. a few weeks maybe a month yeah E3 holy so. crap yeah it's like a month yeah it's gonna be exciting <laughs> but you you guys I, 
I've noticed we've all agreed that we think that games are going to be tending more towards the PC sort of uh, format and style and everything. But it's interesting that I think that Nintendo, if of, of the three, is leaning the other way and they're going more in the mobile style. Mm-hmm. Like the phone is a huge... Like phones are getting just as powerful as PCs these days. Mm-hmm. And I think their strategy is they don't want to go with... They, they can't win in the direction that the other two are going. So they're trying to break off and do their own thing. It's, it's also... And, and they're tending more towards like tablets and phones style. It's also very, very expensive when you get into the crazy hardware that PlayStation and Microsoft are getting into. Mm-hmm. It gets very expensive and very scary. Because yeah. Microsoft, I think, I think with their PlayStation 1, they did a fantastic job. But the issue was they tried to put too much in one in, in, that, in their console. They had kind of like... It was almost like a PC in the, in the home. Like you could you could split off. You can play a game while you had something else going on in the background, but it would slow the it would yeah. slow everything down Heat like crazy. Up, yeah. That so that's the thing is they didn't realize there's still hardware limitations, you know. And they thought like we have a beast of a machine. We don't need to worry about yeah. this. And and then you know as it gets put into you know out and about and everyone's using it, it, sure. it you find out these are issues, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at just Nintendo as a whole of, like, the products they have available. They don't have, like, compared to a PlayStation or an Xbox, they have one model of an Xbox, one model of a PlayStation, and then, like, maybe one variation, like the Pro and the Slim or whatever. Nintendo, they have the Switch. They have the NES Classic. Or they had the NES Classic. (laughs) They have at least, what, I probably, two hands I could count how many versions of the 3DS they have. There's the 2DS... There mm-hmm. is the 3DS, there's the 3DS XL, there's the new 3DS, there's the new 3DS XL. There's now, as of today, there was 2D. announced the 2D <laughs> XL, <laughs> new 2D XL. So a non-3D so, version of And they 3DS. have all these Amiibos, and <laughs> they're very much, I think, in the mindset of like a toy company. Yeah. Like I'm probably not the, the first to realize this, yeah. but I... I Thinking of him, like reminding myself that like they're in that space of like, we want toys, we want uh, like accessories, all this like ver- variations. Like, how many different fucking three yeses do I need? The, the but, thing like, is, it splits, and what I, it might help or hurt them, but I think they understand that though. That's why they're moving into the the mobile yeah industry because their biggest system is three ds. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, if, if you count for all of their new versions they've come out with, if you total that, I think that is their best-selling system. Yeah. Um, and it's a mobile. No, it's... I mean, current... Like, compared to the Wii U, yeah. Uh, Wii... I think Wii still outsold the 3DS. Oh, but the it, DS. No, no, but the... The DS is... The DS is up there. I remember we were talking about the sales a few weeks ago. The DS, the 3DS, and the Wii are, like, their top... Some of their top stuff mm-hmm. of the current... They're closest that they've gotten to, like, their... But each year with their consoles they've gotten less and less yeah the switch might be a turnaround because they originally were projecting like i think two or three million consoles in the year and now they're like we can think we can hit 13 million by the end of the year based on what we've gotten now and that's how many the wii u got in its lifetime yeah fucking crazy like (laughs) night and day difference of what i mean i hope they do it maybe they exceed it probably but we could probably talk more about like the predictions for how that does later but i think i agree I think they're going more towards like phone, like Pokemon Go. Take that. Mm-hmm. They that was a huge success. Mm-hmm. They tried Mario Run, which I liked. I mean, I liked the method mentality of that, where it was like you pay one price, and it was kind of a breakaway of what mobile 
games are seen as of Inexpensive like microtransactions, all that shit. Yeah, it was pretty pricey, to be fair. But it didn't it didn't pay well. And the, you compare that to this the release, which I think came out shortly after, which was Fire Emblem Heroes, and that's been microtransactions. Less people play it, but they've made more money off of it Jeez. because of microtransactions. Yeah. But that's and a so, scary thing. I don't want that. I don't. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. The game industry, I don't want that to go into a microtransaction type of thing. And point. that's the other, that's the worry of Steam as well, of like you've now there's more games available on Steam, but games get you get lost in there. There's yeah. like so much shit in there. Yeah, like that, the biggest like thing people it, talk about is I have five hundred games in my library yeah. and I've only played one. You know, <laughs> you have four hundred and ninety nine games. And there's a billion played. more games and like anyone can put a game up there, which is good and bad because as a creator you're like, Great, this is an easy way to get it out there, but as a player you're like i just want to filter out all the crap yeah. i just want the quality and it's starting to bleed into the spaces of psn and xbox arc live all those indie games well not just the indie games there's like a tiger one which was like it looked like a high, like a high school kid made a game and it got it put on the psn and it's like quality that, see, that's, that's the thing i mean i don't mean to say in all indie games there's a, a ton of indie games that are super high quality oh, yeah. like yeah. fantastic don't you know, I don't want you to turn you off against indie games, but there are games that are squeezing in where it's it's like a single guy who just coded, you know, the character to walk and run, and like you're running and you can walk through walls because he didn't sure. code anything, <laughs> I, and it goes through the PSN. I, I don't I, know if this is a Sony issue where they're not checking out yeah. these things. There's one I don't remember the name of the game, but it's like a a female character. Yeah, I know, I and it, it looks so bad, and it's been it's gotten. It's been put in on the like in the highlights where people can yeah. see it, and still Sony let it go through. It eventually well, there, got. Through. There was a game called um, Touch the Mayonnaise, and all it is is you <laughs> tap a mayonnaise so a million times, you get a platinum, and it's ninety nine cents on the PSN. Oh my gosh! And you can download it on your Vita as well and get another platinum. I need that platinum. <laughs> but like that got through. You're like, what the fuck is the quality control on this? And a game that's like gone home doesn't get a platinum. Anyway. This is a whole other subject of like curation and like <laughs> quality control, but yeah, it's funny how each console, if you look at Xbox, Nintendo, and PSN, it's like they have a different challenge they're facing. Yeah. But I mean, we can only just hope for the future. It's looking good. Yeah. Um, I, I do, just hope it gets more competitive. I do hope they go in the, in the PC route. I, Obviously, there's people that go, PC Master Race, like, why would you even buy a console? You can do everything on the PC. It's true, but some people just like to keep it simple. Yeah. But I hope that that simplicity stays with the power of a PC where, you know, there's all this great hardware. Yeah. And, you know, all you have to do is put in your disc and play it. Like, I don't have to worry about having to install, Drivers. having all this stuff. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's why I get a console. I don't have to worry about that. I still worry about it because I have a PC, but still, yeah, yeah. you know, like when I, at the end of the day, if I get home and I'm really lazy and I have the option of a PC and a console, I'll choose a console over everything because yeah. it's just, I plug and play. I think the way Nintendo is going to fit in that is it's not going to be, do you own a Nintendo or do you own one of these other things? It's going to be, you're going to own an Xbox or a PlayStation and a Nintendo. And that's how it's been. Even with the, isn't that, wasn't that what, the big thing with the Wii? When it was the know. Wii, it was. I remember a long time ago, someone said like, "It's gonna be Nintendo, and then I either have a Sony or yeah, my, or, yeah. or Xbox, you know." And that's how it was. And, I mean, and we have our 3DSs, and then we have like our consoles and PCs. Yeah. That's and, how it was. And that's that's a good thing for Nintendo, and, and that's a good route. They should go. I think they should stick with the the 
the uh, the mobile uh, route. Just just do a really good mobile device. You know, like the Switch can get there. It's just that I think that turnaround point will if they can if they can. Fix I mean, that they're still online. doing good, but I think they're gonna. They need to keep the momentum as well. It's still fresh because there isn't. They haven't done anything crazy with online capabilities. Yeah. That's gonna be the biggest thing is their online infrastructure. That'll be whether they save the Switch or whether they doom it. Doomed it. I don't know if it'll doom. I just think it won't be as. It'll be doomed. It won't be doomed. The Mario's gonna come out. And people are gonna go crazy. Pokemon's gonna come out. It's gonna, gonna, gonna go crazy. It's true. It's already technically in people's homes. Like they're still gonna buy that that stuff. Every but... person that I've known that has bought one hasn't regretted it. Yet. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like they've had a good time. They have. It's like the things that they are upset about aren't what they. With the, what they have, it's more they want more. That's the thing, though, and that's the way I see it. If I, get the, I think that's a good problem if, to have, if, if if rather than the, like having something that you're like, "Fuck, I can't do something like this doesn't work," and it's like you can't change things that don't work. Right. You can add, always add, which right. That's but a, that's that's how I'd see it. When I get when if I were to buy the Switch, yeah, I have I have already have great quality content. You know, there's gonna be the, the Zelda. There's um, Mario game. Kart's about to come out, which yeah, is, it comes is, out. It's a, it's a redo Ooh. of the. It's like a definitive edition. The Wii, yeah, of I the mean, Wii U. They've done but that it's a fantastic game, so no issue they, there. No, they added battle mode. I mean, they had battle yeah, mode? Yeah, they added content. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you buy it to invest in, into that system. So eventually, I'm going to want to pay something online. And if their online is shit, I'm going to start complaining. Regardless of what they've had in the past, I'm going to start complaining about the current issue. You know, if, if I want to serve, if they have... But I mean, I have, you could say that on a case-by-case case with like, oh, Division is having issues with their stuff or desk, like you, each game has issues. Right. But if PSN had an issue, like I can't set up chat with you while we're between it. Yeah. But that's... Like that infrastructure. That's the biggest thing because that's the infrastructure I'm talking about. Okay. Is, Sorry, I misunderstood. Is, um, they they want to do a paid subscription thing for internet like yeah. if you want to go online with a game you have to pay a month for the whole system and you can go online with anything yeah. um but if 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 they don't do like dedicated servers or if they don't make the internet like the the speed of of how the game connects you know online if it's really lagging and stuff like that that's going to be the issue and that mm -hmm. i think that's all going to rely on on the infrastructure of of, of nintendo what do you think they've been quiet over here just <laughs> contemplating. <laughs> so, I just think online is it's going to yeah. be the make or break. To be honest, okay. So, I don't. I think, I think Nintendo will survive. I think. So. I, I, I think it'll hurt them, but I don't think they'll just they'll they bring have, up the, end, the Super Nintendo Classic and it'll be like, just, oh shit, I forgot about. They that. just have to say new Metroid and like, ah, break the internet. End of story. <laughs> yeah. They could also keep an offline mode and just. Just do great content. Yeah, just exactly. remake everything they've done. You know, just remake Metroid or redo it on the on the on the Switch. Do everything. Redo on the Switch. Just redo everything on the Switch. So it can be mobile. Yeah, Destiny on the Switch. Ooh. Okay. What's your topic, Daniel? All right. Before I start, I went to the LA Book Festival, and you got us drinks. Yeah, drinks. Drinks on me. Drink. But this is an idea that we're throwing around. One of it. <laughs> one of it is actually yours. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I had him sign it. <laughs> Fuck. All right, this is for Daniel. So the cover is actually glow in the dark. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. So do you want to describe it for people that can't? So see? I met Chuck Palahniuk, who's the author of Fight Club, Invisible Monsters, Haunted, 
pygmy, tell-all, a whole bunch of stories, Fight Club 2. Specifically Fight And so Karosh had me read a story from there when we were at the last bookstore. And it's probably... the You, you never read it before that? I've never read the book. I have the book. I've only... I've never read it. I didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave us copies of the book, and I get it's, you it's, met Chuck Pol, uh, yeah. Polinick. Polinick, and, and it's uh, signed by him. And in mine, it's a reference to one of the stories that we that he's talking about. It says "Happy Pearl Diving." To and if you don't know what pearl diving God is, read <laughs> read the book. So I don't know what that is. It's another story. No, no carrot, carrot cake. cake for Daniel. No so it's probably something disgusting. I'm assuming. Okay. I'm but assuming it, it comes out. Thank Guts, you. Thank you. Guts is the <laughs> most cool. disgusting story I've ever read. It's a short story. It'll It's free I, online. One of my coworkers was the one that lent me his copy of the book and he told me you need to read this story after a conversation. And he's like, the last per she's like, make sure you're seated though, because the last person I lent this to said they passed out. While reading the story, because they 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 had such an they're very uh, light stomach. I don't know mm. what's the term. Like when you when you're like nauseous. I don't know. Easily nauseated. Lightweight. Yeah, sure, lightweight. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, they were like they couldn't handle it, and they just mid reading it. Fast. So he would go on tour for this specific book, read from that story. People would throw up <laughs> from yeah. reading this story. I find it disgusting because <laughs> the look on Buck Daniel's face. Oh no, like, I'm, I'm so trying, excited. To read I'm this. trying to think because I, I do want to, you know, reiterate. Like, wait, the, the book itself is called Haunted, um, and and it's a bunch of short stories. And it, yeah, so it's a bunch of short stories. So there's a story in there that's giving people the nausea. Yeah. It's not this whole book. So what makes we me, don't know about the rest of it. What makes me disgusted about that story is that shit is real, dude. That shit happens in real life, and that's what boggles my mind. So don't read it yet because. We should. I'm already reading it. No, no, no. Don't read it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I wish I could have gone. Let me just open this page and start reading (laughs) it to everyone you guys. Start a live reading. If you hear mid vomit towards the end of this podcast. (laughs) So, uh, So what's your topic? EA Sports. It's in the game. So, there's a guy or a group of people that are trying to get esports into the Olympics. It's going to be in the Asian olympics but he's trying to push it to the olympic committee to get esports in the olympics wait it's it is for wait asian olympics what do you the, mean so i so guess the, the olympics a, in 2020 or there's a separate olympics just with asian countries oh. and it got approved but i don't know what games i'm assuming StarCraft. lol heart <laughs> lol laugh out loud <laughs> leagues of legends wow. starcraft wow. lol <laughs> maybe overwatch but it got approved maybe street fighter but it got approved holy shit so he's trying to push for the real olympic well the international olympics so what are your thoughts about esports i think i think esports like as a legitimate olympic sport i i think that's i don't think that's that's good i i i want to think of olympics as in a physical athletic sport as opposed to, um, I don't know. I see games more as a as a mental sport than it is a physical sport, and um, I honestly think just bringing a video game a- as an Olympic sport into the Olympics just kind of brings down the other 
sports. It's just I I do like esports as a thing. I just don't sure. think it should be as high as like the Olympic. I, I guess I, I put know. Olympics on a much higher. I I kind of see what you're going with. My view on it would be more. It's not that it's not on the same level. It's just I my, where I would draw the line is. I mean, while there is organized sports like NFL, FIFA, MLB, all these other things, the Olympics, as far as I know, like those sports are free. Like you don't, I mean, besides buying the products, to, like the football, the soccer ball. The javelin. If you're playing in uh, like uh, StarCraft or if you're playing Overwatch or one of these games, it's a product by a company that you're playing. Mm-hmm. And so that company is now tied more like I think more directly than like whatever companies are tied to uh, the current Olympic sports. Like no one has a no company has a license on javelin throwing or curling. It's just a thing you play. In order to play these other things, you need a computer, which you can do however. But you have these company products. I I don't. And what if they change those products? There's just so much right. more minutia to it that I'm like. It wouldn't fit. I think it'd be too messy for Olympic stuff because then Olympics will be like, we go by these guns. What I would like, I, I like the idea of it. I would like esports to launch their equivalent of Olympics. Yeah, like that. Okay. Like, a se- like so there's summer games, there's winter games, mm-hmm. and then there's the e-games. Yeah, keeping keeping okay. it separate. So like, what was it? The uh, the extreme ones, what are they called? There's a, there's a tournament for that. Extreme uh, sports. BMX? Oh, or... Uh... The X Games. X something. Games, yeah. yeah. Like, just something as on par, but mm-hmm. it, that that's my view on it. I, I'm not, I don't want to do, not, like, view it as a legitimate E-games. sport. Because you look at the pe- people playing them, mm-hmm. and they there's a lot going on. Like, mm-hmm. it's a mental strain. Like, they train as if they're playing yeah. hockey or baseball or football mm-hmm. or whatever, or coordinated in the same way. It's just a new, something new for people. Um but on the flip side, you look at like, I don't know, there's some things that I see the current Olympics and I'm like, that shouldn't be in the Olympics. Curling? No, curling. Come on, don't, don't do that. <laughs> curling is a legitimate, let it be shown, let it be known that curling is legit. But I think, like the, the flag twirling shit. Oh, okay. I, 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 like to me, that's, that's like artistic. There's someone like, listening right now like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think the Kobe Bryant of flag twirling. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's like artistic performances. And I'm like, there's no like. See, but that's more like gymnastics. I, I mean, and gymnastics is a thing. You just have a stick. I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming they they still do very similar to what gymnastics does where they do flips and, um, you know, back yeah, flips, front flips. Yeah, but to do the, I feel like the flip is like, okay, you're capable, you're physically capable of doing X number of things in gymnastics. But when you're doing a when you're spinning a flag to a song and they're judging based on like how well that fit to that song, am I? I don't know. This is personal taste. I don't see the 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 like I don't know, prowess in that. Like the, I don't get that as competitive. Yeah. I get that as it's an artistic, and I I don't feel like that. Like I feel like when you're when you're when I think of Olympics, it's like someone's faster, someone's stronger, someone's quicker. Like these physical attributes that are getting tested, and I feel like that's more of a artistic, like, yeah. thing. And yeah, I don't know. There's a small note, but I'm just excited that we're seeing more and more coverage. Like, yeah, Evo was on ESPN two last really? year. That just fucking blew my mind. See something like that, like having a, a channel dedicated to 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 professional 
you know, things and including games in that, that's cool. But when it comes to the Olympics, the Olympics, I think it's just a whole other category. And yeah, mm-hmm. like like he was saying, we should make like a X Games version mm-hmm. of, of of esports, mm-hmm. call it e games or something. Or you Evo, know? Yeah. yeah, just yeah. build or, Evo to or be build that. Evo. Nah, mm-hmm. I, I like to become the person <laughs> that owns everything and okay. make all the money. So we got to make it e games. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I I don't think it's on, it's just a whole new category and I, I don't think it, 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 it's involved in anything that Olympics is involved in. It's gotta be a whole new thing. Just like X Games is its own thing. It's extreme sports. I think it's like a culture thing too. Like it's not really accepted in America, but in Korea, like, yeah, they're like rock stars, like pro Mm -hmm. whatever gamers. So yeah, I think that'll like, big thing once it hurdles through that like cultural kind of boundary mm-hmm. and becomes more accepted here and if m- more places, then I think that'll be a big gap or a little bridge. Um, I'm having my fingers crossed. Olympics. That'd be cool. Street I mean, that'd fighter. be cool. I think like who's the better Mario Kart racer? <laughs> Boat. But it can get Catchers. there, and I think one of the people that that's going to push that is going to be League of Legends because yeah. they've. They've surprisingly very quickly have become one of the the number one competitive really? uh, game. Yeah, yeah, they. That, I mean, they. That prize I know money, they're big. Yeah, but it, it blows. That I prize remember, money's in the millions. That's yeah. ridiculous. But in, what about like okay, like the prize pool is in the millions, which is insane because you think of, I'm sure like StarCraft back in the day, their their competitions and their prize pool was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's surpa- Leagues of Legends has surpassed the prize pool of, of what StarCraft used to have. And so Leagues of Legends... And it's so funny because I, I played Leagues of Legends when it was the smallest game. Like, it was a free, was free, yeah. a free online, you know, really small game. Didn't even have any competition. And now it's one of the biggest esporting events that you okay. can attend. So let's do a quick rundown. Like, if you were to do your e-games right now, what games would you curate? Both Street you Fighter Five. The latest one? Yes. Okay, so Street Fighter. So that would be... Would, they, would you say Would you say that that should be the fighting game then? Yes. Or there should be other fighting games? Because there should like, be other fighting games, but, but that should be the representation of fighting. Because for me, it's between that or Smash. Mm. I think they're both... I, I would put both... Mm. What do you think? It's hard. Like, I have to have more time to think about it because well, Smash is... A, we're just doing a quick... The thing is, Smash is a very... It, it's similar to what Street Fighter is, but I think it's it's a whole new thing on another level because you add, would, it adds items. It adds. I would say no, no. We would play like it would be like how they do the tournaments. I would right, say but I would are, say Street Fighter because they're always balancing the game. Smash they can't you can't even use Bayonetta in competitive play. You, they made a game that Nintendo. You know how Nintendo is. They're not going to update that game. But this is where but that's a good that this could be is a good where, thing where it's like. What you what we have is what we have. We're not changing it ever. The sport mm-hmm. is always the sport. But this is why I don't think games are being viewed as anything professional yet. So Street Fighter or Capcom has has had this following where it's like we got you, you know they expect us to keep everything balanced. Whereas Nintendo is like this is a really fun game. We busted something out and everyone just gets to have fun. And people happen to have made it a professional sure. like a like thing. But I think if, if if it was a bigger thing, I'm pretty sure they'd all be willing to continue to update and balance everything out if it was um, well, I think this big of a the thing. The fact that it hasn't been updated and it still has such a large following is testament to like its true. quality. So um, let's just put I'm just writing them down. We're not like <laughs> narrowing down, but I just I was trying to limit how, like we can't do fifty MOBAs. We can't okay. like 
Like I think so those Street Fighter. Two, I want to say StarCraft has to be on. StarCraft has to be. Because that's like yeah. one of the definitive like first games I, that I feel. I agree. StarCraft 2 though. Well, there's like so there's the fighter game would be Star uh, Star uh, Street Fighter or Smash. Um, I'll, I'll just bracket it as like one or the other. Yeah, the real-time strategy would be StarCraft. Starcraft. Uh, Dota would definitely well, I mean, it, not definitely, but I think would be League. Yes. Um, it would be League for me. I mean, yeah. cuz there's still there's well, Dota yeah, we're doing as well. There's it's not like Yeah. So I think League is is just on top right now. Um So you would say Dota then? Is that what you said? No, League. Oh, League. League I thought you said Dota beats League. No. Okay. League beats Dota. First-person shooter. Overwatch. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I was thinking more like a... I wish there was something like Quake. Quake is coming out. Well... Quake, the new Quake. The new Quake, maybe. I I would say something... Because the thing that I I would say about Overwatch is it's very... There's Counter-Strike? Team. Oh, yeah, Counter-Strike. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're trying to think of something like Quake. Counter-Strike, yeah. Um, But I think right now um, what's winning is is Overwatch. Counter-Strike has died. It's in the background. It's become kind of a monopoly for selling knives and stuff like that, or selling skins. I mean, there's that side to it, but... It's gambling. There's still a competitive... (laughs) Whatever, I wrote both that. Okay, so so that's our FPSs. We had Fighter... What else? RTS, what MOBA, first-person Platformer, shooting. Mario. <laughs> Mario Maker. <laughs> There's speedruns. No. What else is in multiplayer? Tetris? Maybe. Old, like old school? Pac-Man. I don't know, because there's a limit to that. Pac-Man has a max... But there's a score. Score. It has a max score. Yeah, like yeah. Once the first person gets that max score... No one can ever beat it because there's like a at least the original. Sure. I think now you could probably have. All right, fine. Not not those old ones. <laughs> I'm not curious. But the original has like you know how when they yeah. beat at the very end, it goes all black and yeah. you have to memorize because the 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 like the memory of the system doesn't know anymore. Yeah. And so you break it. But if you memorize the the game level, you can continue the game and still get you be at any points. But there's still a limit to how many points you can get. DDR. <laughs> Dance Dance Revolution. That should be Olympics, though. That's physical activity right there. Well, actions <laughs> per minute. <laughs> actions per minute. APM. What else is there? But to make esports popular, it's kind of what Karo said. This is a while back. You need the, those characters, those WWE personalities, those, the, the, the heels. There's not a lot of them. There's a couple, but it's not. Well, yeah, that, I definitely want to bring hey, that up in a future. There's an idea. Let's start <laughs> create a, a heel a WWE <laughs> version. For for sport esports, all right, right now, and we have to, you know, we'll we'll get characters. WrestleMania going. like Royal Rumble, Street Fighter, like <laughs> everyone's in one stage. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's good. Like DDR, FPS, first person shooter, MOBAs, RTS, fighting. I think those are like the main competitive scenes. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a lot, and there would be a hell of a lot of brackets and competition and tournaments. What'd be kind of cool? This might be stretching it. Speedrunners have them all lined up. And and physically run his Olympic record. He did an Olympic record. Monster Hunter. I think that'd be cool. Like speedruns like that, where they all play at the same yes. time, and you know, like one guy messes up, and you can see him falling <laughs> yeah, behind everyone like, else. Is that movie The Wizard? <laughs> yeah, The Wizard. Where they're Super doing Mario Super Mario, Mario Super Mario, Mario Brothers Three. <laughs> 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 Have you seen? Yeah, on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with um, the guy who plays Wonder 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 the Wonder Kids. Wonder the Savage. Wonder Fred Savage. Fred. Yeah. The Wonder, Wonder Years. years. <laughs> in the Power Glove. In the Power Glove. So bad. That freaking kid. And he's like, you've earned it. No. 
right. Yeah, I would definitely watch, tune in for that. Twitch. The commentary's got to be good, too. They got to get JR. Vargas! <laughs> he just had to get him through a family. We got to have a Triple H character. You know? <laughs> what, what is it? Six years? 16 years? Imagine if it was like wrestling. Someone just sabotages, like, just start messing with your controller. God. Chair shot. Uh, no, I like that idea. It'd be cool. And yeah, I think, taking it back to a serious note, it's bound to happen, but it's a, more of a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I'm curious what, what, it'll, this, what it'll be like in 2020, because you, you, we, we saw the Olympic thing where it's like Mario was at the Olympics. Well, the, cars. the next Olympics is in Japan. Yeah, that's what I, I was saying. Perfect timing. With flying cars. I mean, I know you guys Mario saw. Mario Kart? Uber, Uber wants flying cars by 2020. That's all I'm saying, guys. <laughs> that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying, folks. As we wrap up another episode of the weekly DLC, thank you for tuning in. Um, you can follow me at Kudro Prime. You can follow me at The Fulio. I am at The Last Bosses. And we have our Gmail, which you can reach us at AskTheWeeklyDLC at gmail.com. And we have our Facebook page, The Weekly DLC. And we have our other social media, same thing, Weekly DLC. Feel free to hit us up. You have any comments? You have your thoughts on these topics? Uh, what do you think about what Marvel is going to do next? What do you think about the landscape of game consoles, esports? Do you think it'll be legitimate um, on the level of Olympics at one point? Share, show your opinion. Um, until then, we'll see you. We'll DLC. We'll DLC. Thank you, Daniel. We will DLC you later. Later.